0: Welcome to Our Lives with Shannon Fisher, where we discuss everything that brings us life. Come join the fun, we're talking about our lives. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Our Lives with Shannon Fisher. This is your host, Shannon Fisher, and I just read a fantastic book that was edited by an entertainment journalist and journalism professor, Evelyn McDonald, and the title of the book is Women Who Rock. Bessie to Beyoncé, Girl Groups to Riot Girl, and it covers kind of the, the history from the start of when music became pop music to current day, and she chose artists that really forwarded um, the narrative of, of music. So, Evelyn, thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me here. So what was it that made you decide that you wanted to, to, to do this and, and make this ode to all of these incredible women who made these contributions to music?
1: Well, this is something um, that I've been interested in for a long time. I've, uh, you know, I mean, ever since I was a kid, I loved music. Um, I, And, you know, my mom was someone who sang around the house, so I have a deep spot in my heart for female voices. Uh, when I was a teenager, I discovered Patti Smith, and that really changed my life in a lot of ways. She showed me a way of being um, a a human being, but of being a human being who was of the female gender that could be wild and bold and self expressive. Sure. And you know that that um, gave me new horizons. Uh, And I I feel that about all of the women in this book, the you know 103 different um, bands or musicians, uh, singers. I just feel that they were women that created um, a space in the world for a new sound uh, and that they deserve to be honored and that, you know, certainly some of them um, are not unsung. (laughs) Um, Right. We know who Madonna is. We know who Beyonce (laughs) is. um, But then some of them, you know, haven't gotten their due, uh, you know, so I, I wanted to give them their due done some research on some of the institutions that are supposed to honor great musicians, and mm-hmm. I find the numbers lacking in the representation of women. Um, you know, 7.7% seven, 7. of the inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame are women. That's it. So, um, you know, so it was also trying to um, correct the historical record.
0: Sure, and you said that the last book of, of, of its type at all was written more than two decades ago. And, uh, and really, music does change... So often, I mean, they're always the same undertones, but then new genres keep popping up. And, and, and so you said you had a really hard time narrowing it down, which I understand, because you always feel like there are so many people who are notable in, in one aspect or another. How, you, you had a, an editorial board that kind of you all came together and, and picked. How did you narrow it down?
1: Yeah, that was definitely the hardest part of the book. <laughs> um, was you know having you know as they say uh, as the saying goes, kill your babies, right? Um, right. That you have to let some things go. I know that's a horrible saying, but. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, it's
0: descriptive. It's it, it, you know it, it describes the situation. Right. It, because you're birthing something creative here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it you know it shows how painful it is to. I mean, there are a lot of my personal favorite artists who are not in the book. Um, I really didn't want it to just be about my taste. It's, I edit this book, I write the intro, I write parts of the book, but you know this is a collaboration of more than 30 different um, writers and you know the, of scholars, journalists, poets, musicians uh, that represent a, a pretty broad range of um, expertises of ages, of um, geographies. So I'm really, you know, they're my panel of experts, and yeah. I, I asked them who they thought should be in. I literally, you know, contacted a number of my, the, the writers that I, and they're all women writers, by the way, um, mm-hmm. so I contacted a number of the writers who I opinion I really value and said, hey, I want to do this book. Um, I'd love you to contribute and tell me 10 women that you would want to write about. And so, I ha- you know, I had my list of who should be included, mm-hmm. um, and then I added their votes. Essentially, they didn't, you know, I didn't send them a ballot. They just submitted names. Sure. Um, and I just tried to, you know, uh, if someone got a lot of votes, they were in. Um, mm-hmm. If someone didn't, and, you know, they were generally not in, although there were some people that I just felt were so important that I um, sought writers to write about them Yes. um there's a lot lots of the writers are like oh i would have written about that person if i had known you were looking for them i didn't think of them
0: right Um, yeah i'm sure and it is good that you got so many varied perspectives because we all have things that we just wouldn't think of and you also there is an illustration of every artist and and those are done by female artists correct
1: yes absolutely i mean you know a lot of this is about that uh we need to be given the power of the microphone, of the pen, of the computer, of the drumstick. Um, sure. and, and so I wanted to represent that editorially. Not that, you know, not that men can also write about women, and women can also write about men. But I, I think there was a way in which each of these writers was personally invested in their subject, and mm-hmm. that I wanted that to come across. Yeah,
0: and this this book is. I mean, it's going to be interesting for men and women to read. It's certainly not. It's it's about women and by women, but everything in it is very interesting in, in the realm of the music world. And it's it's definitely not um, you know something that 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 only women would would like to read. What is your feedback then from from your male colleagues? Uh,
1: very supportive. Um, you know, some of them were disappointed they didn't get to contribute. Um, so, but the understanding, they get many other opportunities in the world. Right. So, um, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and honestly, um, you know, there's a, I have a lot of followers say on Twitter uh, that are extremely supportive, and you know, the, like the biggest champions for getting more women into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. On Twitter are definitely uh these these men, um right. yeah, so you know I absolutely appreciate their support
0: and you've been an yeah, entertainment and, and, journalist for a long time right so this is this is kind of the world that you've lived in since you started in the field
1: absolutely, absolutely um yeah, I've been doing this for a long time <laughs> without revealing my age.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No one you know, needs and I, to know, right? Right, right. And I did really want, you know, we, we I say this in the intro, you know, we use rock as a verb, you know, not a noun. Um, so it's women who rock, um, but rock we take as a very expansive term. So there's hip-hop, there's country, there's dance music, um, there's pop. There's it, it covers, begins with Bessie Smith. It's a, almost a century of, of artists.
0: It is up to, it, up it to really Brittany is. Howard,
1: right? Who's...
0: Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, I just I was reading. I, I couldn't put it down because I picked it up and it's read a large book and I was like, well, this is going to take me a few days to read. Nope, I I read it all. I couldn't put it down. I just kept <laughs> flipping That's the great. pages and reading it because it was that interesting and the the profiles of the artists really goes into their creative contributions. And so, how did you pick who was going to write? What profile was it based on? Their style or based on the artists that they had an interest in? What was your selection process there?
1: Well, again, I had asked people who they wanted to write about, and okay. so I, you know, tried to honor that as much as possible. Now, you know, seven people wanted to write about Beyonce, mm-hmm. um, so that was I had to decide. Um, I chose Nakessa Mumbuyi Moody from the Associated Press um, because she's a great writer, and I knew that she had interviewed beyonce and you know I just feel like um she's really an authority uh but you know that was that was a, that was definitely a hard decision there was a lot of well qualified women for for that um i you know in that case i wanted did have an african american woman writing about an african american artist, but i you know also wanted to not simply match things up that way, you know trying to sometimes do unexpected choices of, you know, DJ Lene Denise, who's known for writing more about, like, techno music or um, wrote about Bjork because she's a huge Bjork fan, as I found out, so. Yeah, um,
0: and, and you really did choose a wide variety of contributors for this book. I mean, you you, you really do represent diversity in in the artists you chose and in the writers and the artists who, who did the the illustrations. So in the entertainment industry in being a journalist in the entertainment industry, how do you find you maintain longstanding relationships with artists? Oh,
1: wow, that's a good question. Um, you know, I don't know if I if I actually do uh, mm-hmm. maintain longstanding relationships with artists. To be honest, um, I probably should do it more, but because, um, you know, I'm always trying to keep a healthy distance from, Mm -hmm. um, you know, critical perspective, and I don't necessarily want to be an artist's friend, right? Um, Sure. I want to be their chronicler, maybe, and, you know, and certainly there's artists that have written about many times, um, and, you know, sort of pass in and out of their life, <laughs> um right. when they have new albums. Um, you know, I mean, that said, there are some artists that I wrote about very early in their careers, and, and so we, you know, have built some kinds of relationships. And, mm-hmm. and you know, there's some musicians that contributed to the book.
0: Yes, and as peaches. That, peaches is profiled in the book and was a writer in the book, and I think I think she's the only one, right? The, the actually, Alice
1: wrote... Bag. Alice Bag is also Alice Bag. Okay. Uh, wrote about um, June Millington of Fanny Fame, and is is also a, a subject. So, um, and you know, and, and Alice has become you know one of my friends. I and someone I work actually that we're we we have an, we're involved in an activist organization together. As a matter of fact, that grew out of the book. Um Great. Yeah, yeah. We what are you advocating for? Uh, for representation of women in the music industry, in the music press, and in in the history of of music, basically uh, greater visibility for female artists and Fantastic. support and equity.
0: Yeah, yeah. I on mean, the radio. To, to find out that such a small percentage uh, are, are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, you just stand back and you think about it because everyone that you profiled here. Really did make a, a genuine contribution to music in general, and without their voices, things might not have evolved the way that they did in in pop culture or in new genres popping up like grunge, you know, and, and, and punk. I mean, things just really stemmed up from a lot of a lot of female leaders in there. And so entertainment journalism really is kind of its own... I I, I hadn't really thought about it until you said that you don't maintain relationships, but normally uh, regular journalists uh, uh, maintain sources, and they approach those sources. But in entertainment, some of it... Really is subjective. So, how do you your I mean I know you said it's, it's in this book you didn't pick all of your favorites. You wanted it to be a um, a representation. But when you're choosing what to write, how much of it is your opinion, and and how much of the topics that you choose is just relevant in the industry?
1: I you know I like to write about the the artists that I whose music moves me. So mm-hmm. I, I generally am not interested. <laughs> Been writing about someone I don't like. Um, right. Unless it's to write something negative. Um, because I'm really, you know, I, I, I just feel that that's my goal. Is, is, My job as a journalist is to, you know, promote the good things in the world. Um, and, and, you know, and to expose corruption, right? Right. Um, so, you know, which is, it sort of feels like what I've done with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is to expose inequity. And I think as someone who you know, has their ear to the ground or gets a lot of um, free records, or now it's MP3s, uh, mm-hmm. that I can help discover artists and then help the world discover them. Yeah. Um, I mean, it yeah. really
0: does. I mean, a- as you said, you discovered, was it, was it Patti Smith that you um, that, that really impacted you when you were a child? I mean, just one artist, one song, one lyric can absolutely alter the course of someone's life, especially an adolescent.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, and, and, it, and it's yeah, definitely especially when you're in those adolescent college years. Um, but, you know, the thing I love about being in the business is that I'm constantly getting moved by new artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I still am discovering people who move me, um, you know, maybe not as much, but, you know, Brandy Carlisle. Oh, what an incredible talent. Um, you know, what an amazing artist. That just has so much to say. Is so changing the world. Um, should have been in the book. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, if her al- last album had come out two years earlier, probably would have been in the book, right? Right. Um, you know, it's harder to have the most, to choose among the most contemporary artists because, um, you know, there's so many in those, you know, they're, they're still establishing their legacies,
0: right? Right. Who's going to be a legend is somewhat yet to be determined because they're in it right now.
1: Right. So, you know, they'll be, you know, hopefully, I mean, I'm like, hopefully, yes, there'll be another book like this in, like, 20 years. And, <laughs> you know, Brandy Carlyle and Solange and, you know, FKA Twigs and all the great women today will be in that book. Um, although, then there's also the argument that maybe in 20 years we won't need to keep, having to focus on women and it will be integrated and it will just be you know they'll be in the rock and roll hall of fame and they'll be in the rolling stone illustrated history of rock and roll and we won't have to
0: constantly
1: think about gender but um well i
0: think access and representation is really in the public consciousness right now be it gender or race or sexual orientation and identity i mean it's it's really in the forefront of the public consciousness right now. And so hopefully from that will stem exactly what you said, much more um, or equity in all, in all realms. Now, as far as race goes in the music industry, have you noticed a lot of racism that in the, the powers that be in the music industry? Because uh, it, it does seem that there are a lot more black artists that make it in their field and high public visibility, but how are they treated? Right. Well, you know,
1: obviously uh, so much of American music, popular music, comes out of of black music. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's so rooted in, you know, back into the drums of Africa and, you know, field hollers and and the blues and, um, you know, that continues to be uh, a thread in, in popular music. That said, we've Always had segregated radio and record charts um, mm-hmm. we at one point they were called the race charts you know um, I, I didn't they, that. yes absolutely wow. uh yes, um, and you know black artists have historically gotten terrible recording deals mm-hmm. um and you know the the story of rock and roll is partly of um a, a black woman like Big Mama Thornton recording. A song called "Hound Dog" and an amazing recording, um, mm-hmm. and it getting played on black radio and on charting on the race chart, um, but it taking a white man to then play the song, um, and make it an international hit. And right. you know, people think Elvis Presley recorded the first "Hound Dog," no, it was it was Big Mama. You yeah, know, like, I I also yeah. think that you see the the racism in. Um, you know how often Beyonce gets snubbed for awards for Grammys, mm-hmm. um, or for the, the kind of recognition, like that she can still be ghettoized as a black artist is um, right, just appalling. And you know, I mean, Kanye West is obviously. We've spoken about this quite a lot. <laughs> um, this is one, one of the few things I agree with Kanye. On. <laughs> and
0: you, you, you the, that the the moment at the was it the VMAs where he um, interrupted Taylor Swift's speech that's that's in the book. And, and I mean, it, that really is a moment in music history. Right. I mean that that is a historical moment that if you if you weren't watching it at the time, which I was, but if you weren't, then it, you found out about it in the next week, or you lived under a rock. I mean that was really um, right, or a, or yeah.
1: Adele basically saying I don't deserve this Grammy, this Grammy should go to Beyonce and and crying right. and, and on stage, at, you know, years yeah. later, like it just continuing, right? Um, so sure, there's there's there is still a lot of racism in in the music industry.
0: This book is just, I mean, I I just can't tell my listeners enough how much you need to read it. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I mean, it's really, it's, it's a fantastic book. It's a, um, it's a history lesson, and, and it's a gorgeous book, so it would be a great gift. Listen to me, it's like I'm selling your book, but I really Thank loved it. So I mean, there are, there are very few, you know, I mean, I read, we're on the Authors on the Air radio network, so I read a lot, a lot, a lot of books, and this is absolutely one of my favorites that I've read um, for this network, for this show. It's really It's really fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today and to talk about your book and to talk about The Women Who Rock. And um, you're going to be at the Miami Book Fair, aren't you, next month?
1: I am on the Saturday at um, 12 noon. I am on a panel and I will be talking about the book and probably um, reading a segment of it and signing it. Mm
0: Fantastic! And hanging so that's a great book fair. Yes, exactly. So that's Saturday, November 23rd at noon. You will be there. So if you want to meet Evelyn, if you want to get the book signed, if you want to hear more about it from her perspective, go to the Miami Book Fair. And Evelyn, thank you so much. Thank you. And for all the listeners out there, I'll see you next time.